Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When standards have been set, things are tested and weighed, and the work of philosophy is just this, to examine and uphold the standards. But the work of a truly good person is in using those standards when they know them. Epictetus. This is going to be our secret, okay? We're going to figure it out what it means to be fulfilled. What it actually means to be happy. This is going to be a journey, but hey, we're only here once, right? Hey guys, this is Stuart. And welcome to the podcast. Hello friends, this is Stuart. Welcome back to the podcast, your dose of positivity, affirmations, a little kick up the arse when we need it. Just talking about those simple things we can do in life that make all the difference. The decisions, the outlook, the experiences we all have that essentially make us human. And what we do in order to be truly happy. Today is a very interesting topic, especially for me personally, because when I was younger, oh, guys, when I tell you I was a people pleaser, I mean, I was a people pleaser. I could never say no, and I was more than willing to break myself for even the inkling of being accepted by others. And on top of all this, I was a very, very insecure person who tried to act confident. And I'll tell you, when an insecure person tries to put out confidence for the sole purpose of getting others to like them, it comes across as arrogance. The amount of relationships I've had to rebuild over the last year alone because so many people took my insecurity and my false bravado of confidence for 
arrogance is ridiculous but that was that was my own fault it came down to the fact that i wanted everyone to like me the idea of someone not liking me was unfathomable i couldn't process that along with this to try and get people to accept me i would never say no and if i was even aware of it i would consciously allow myself to be manipulated have you ever found it difficult to say no to someone in a situation even if it goes against you or your values or can you think back in a moment in time when you now realize you were manipulated into changing your viewpoints your conscious decisions or even a no to a yes that's today's podcast guys we're talking about the power of saying no and not allowing ourselves to be in a manipulated that's staying in that's staying in that's 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 quintessential stuart just there yeah i'm going to put it very simple and if you're going to listen to the podcast listen to it for the next five minutes and then we're done you can go live the rest of your life you never have to see me again just listen to this it's a list okay when saying no never feel guilty you should never feel guilty for saying no to someone it could be a reason like you don't have the time you don't want to give the time you don't have the energy to give the time if you know me you know i constantly constantly say time is our greatest commodity and while we give to other people we will never get back so we better be giving our time to those who deserve it and to that I mean not just giving it to those who deserve it as in a you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of scenario. I mean those, those people, those individuals, those groups that when we do give them our time, we feel good about it. You should never feel guilty for not being able or willing to give your time. But, 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 and I will die on this hill. When you do say no, you must be honest and respectful to that other individual on why you are saying no. So in a checklist when saying no, you have to think, stop. What do you want to say and why? Assess how you're feeling in the moment and if you need more time to decide. Be frank, un honest, respectful with people, you know? Honesty is always the best policy, even if sometimes it could hurt in the moment, you know? Re no one likes to be rejected. You don't need to justify your reasonings, but, but a lot of people will appreciate and respect you a lot more for being truthful and open. Never feel pressured in saying yes. A no is a no. And it doesn't matter who that person is, be it a lover, family, friend, work. Never say yes if you don't want to. And this goes back to being respectful and truthful and open as to why you are saying no. This is actually a big one. So whenever you do say no, make eye contact. Let the person or people know that you are serious and you will not be dissuaded. We might not even realize that we do this, but subconsciously when we are trying to talk to people in moments that we feel pressured, as in like, they're asking us something and we want to say no 
or in situations that make us anxious, we tend to avoid eye contact. Eye contact is a very, very big thing. Next time you have a conversation with someone, just um, just just take note of like their eyes. Are they constantly engaged with you? Are they looking around? Are they looking at their phone? To make direct eye contact is a very good sign of openness, seriousness, and respect. And the last one, if you feel a person is not being accepting or respectful of you being frank and honest in saying no, for whatever the reason is, communicate with them. Allow them to express, you know, their thoughts on being rejected. But don't let that make you feel pressured into saying yes to make them feel better. Just let them have that moment to clear the air. Again, only speaking from personal experience, but I remember when I started like my professional career. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the professional. I definitely did a lot more, but like these are just... I think these are just moments that everyone can resonate with immediately. So I used to never say no to having to work extra hours, but not get overtime or even get paid. I never said no for putting myself in certain situations that I felt really uncomfortable in, even within like companies that I worked for at the time, because I wanted to be a team player and I wanted everyone to like me and I didn't want to upset anyone. And I would never say no when asked to do extra work, even if I wasn't competent enough to do it which essentially would lead to me falling behind in certain projects and people having to take back on the work that they thought they could hand off to me. Because I was also too insecure to say, hey, I need help. Please sit with me for an hour or two just to show me exactly what we need to get done. Now, it's completely different. I have no hassle literally pulling someone aside and saying, hi, yeah, I'm not smart enough. Can you can you educate me on this, please? Or, no, I apologize. I do not have the time to do this in my current working schedule. Hopefully we can touch base again, you know, in the near future and talk about then. Developing that fortitude to say no is so powerful. Don't be guilt-tripped or made feel guilty for saying no for anything. Because it's your time, whatever the circumstance. And your time is your greatest commodity. Never feel pressured. Boundaries. Boundaries, people, must be established. Like, let's talk about it. 90% of the time we want to help people for the sake of helping. We're not always going to get remuneration. We're not always going to get, I'll do this for you if you do this for me. Sometimes a selfless act of kindness is actually one of the best things you can do in a scenario. The greatest moment in my working professional career came from someone asking me, hey, can you help edit a video? I know you're good at that, I'm not, and I just need to get this done. Would you be able to help? I said, yeah, sure, okay. I did not expect anything. I said yes, even though this whole podcast is about saying no, but just listen to me, just listen to me. It, it, gets, it goes somewhere. I said yes, I did what they asked. Next thing I knew, they came back a few months later and said, hi, do you have a CV? Would you like to possibly get an opportunity working on this really big TV show? 
And that came from a selfless act of kindness that came from me saying yes, that came from me having the time. If I didn't have the time, I would have politely declined, I would have said no, I would have given them people who probably could have helped. But in that initial moment, it was a conscious decision of having both the time and the emotional energy to give that time to this person that led on a completely different career path. But I also established boundaries. As in, for this particular thing, I could edit the video, but I wasn't good at sound editing, so that I'd have to go on to someone else, X, Y, and Z. I couldn't give my time to do this because I wasn't good enough for the project or what I wanted. They'd have to go get someone else to help on that section. And they were like totally fine with that. The people respected the fact that I said no to that. I knew my value, they realized my value, and we didn't undermine ourselves. But unfortunately, in a lot of situations, we will undermine our values for others, to be accepted, to be liked, to not upset people. So I'm gonna pass the question off to you. What is your relationship to a person that you've recently said no to? Did they, do they, or will they understand you the next time you say no? Did they understand you when you said no that time? Did you say no that time? Or did you put yourself under a lot of pressure, time-wise, emotionally, just to appease them? I have this, I have this really funny image now coming into my head and it comes back from when I was in college. I had this really, really cool roommate from Canada and he had this really cool thing that he called the shite sandwich. Well, actually, he said the other word, but like, I'm pretty sure I can say this one on a podcast. Anyway, it was a sandwich of an insult, a compliment, an insult. And he said he did it because it was like a very simple but interesting form of psychological warfare. So I'm going to reverse that. We're not going to do psychological warfare, but I'm going to give a non-shite sandwich kind of way where it's like you are in a situation where you're going to have to say no to someone. You give the initial compliment of, you know, thanking them for their consideration and thinking of you. Then you're going to reject it however way you feel appropriate to do so. I don't have time right now. I don't have the energy right now. I'm not good enough right now to do that. Or, you know, I, I just not interested. And then you're going to try and come back with a positive reinforcement by saying, maybe we can talk about this again in the future. Maybe I can help you find someone who can do it. Again, I really appreciate the fact you thought of me. So from a Canadian shite sandwich, you get a non shite uh, sandwich. You get what I mean. Reinforcement, the rejection, reinforcement. Well, hey, you get the triple or sandwich. Dang, that does not sound appeasing, does it? When we do say no to people, again, it's that whole thing of, you know, telling them that you mean business, that you are being direct, and that you will not be dissuaded. That is using assertive language, along with eye contact. Use eye to emphasize how the situation makes you feel. Are you being the bad guy by saying no? No. You're not, unless like you are purposely trying to hurt that person, then yeah, you're a bad guy. Don't, don't be a bad guy. I'm pretty sure majority of people in the world, you know, are bad people, hopefully. 
There are always two sides to every relationship and every story on... Unless it's a threesome. You, you'll get what I mean, you get what I mean. If your intent is to not emotionally or physically abuse another, you can't be the bad guy. Yes, there can be miscommunication, but if you're transparent and honest, like we've talked about before, that can easily be rectified. Now, let's talk about not being manipulated by certain people who are trying to manipulate you. And this is going back to like returning a no into a yes or for any other reason. Is that person toxic? Again, people generally are not toxic in nature or by intention, but we all want to be liked and accepted and feel um, appreciated. That's the word. And to be rejected by someone could make the person who's done the rejection seem like a toxic person because it can come across that you're misconceiving the person who rejected you as a person who doesn't value you. Again, it all comes back to transparency. But let's talk into the juicy stuff about manipulators because I am, I am a master at this craft. And uh, I, I shouldn't say that with such glee in my voice, should I? Everyone has goals or end goals that they want to get in a certain situation. You are the reason and it starts with you. You kind of hold the power to change any situation that you want for the better of you. Or the better of like a situation. And this comes down to manipulating and not being manipulated. It takes two to tango and it's very hard to articulate a situation where you can be both one and the other. To easily manipulate someone or be manipulated means that you don't have enough self-assurance, enough self-confidence. And the narrative of true power is in self-acceptance, self-confidence. You're not going to allow yourself to be dissuaded from your ideals, your goals, your values, what you think justifies your time. You're not going to devalue yourself to appease another person. But a lot of us, without even realizing this, do. Now, this isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes it's the most smallest of things. Like, oh, you don't really want to eat that apple. I mean, like, maybe you should give it to me and you eat my cucumber. What? If someone has a cucumber, like a whole cucumber in their lunchbox, um, run. That person is a psychopath. Also, my snack today might have been a freaking cucumber. That's why it popped into my head. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by food now. Get back on track, Stuart. Talking about being manipulated, using lunch as the example. We can be manipulated in both the smallest of circumstances and the biggest ones. You know, um, buying a house getting into a relationship, staying in a relationship, taking a certain job to appease parents or spouses or friends. It all comes back to the most powerful word I know, choice. To recognize you have choice in any situation, that you have the right in this particular circumstance to say no and not be manipulated, which leads to being manipulated. 
How do we overcome being swayed or changing our choice? Manipulation is so common that we all do it. We all do it. There is not one person on this earth who has not tried to manipulate a person for their own goals. Because at the end of the day, we all have like set goals and standards that we want met for ourselves to make ourselves feel happier, more fulfilled, successful, get the job done. And to say we might not try and, you know, do a little bit of manipulation in our lives at some point, shape, way or form is false. Oh my, oh my gosh, even today. Okay, so there's this really, really nice coffee shop here in Killaloo and I love going in there. Uh, but, but I tried, like I, I tried to possibly get an extra shot of espresso. I didn't get it. I might have casually tried to flirt with like the barista and see if I could. I didn't, but like I tried. They weren't going to allow themselves feel a need to help me towards my extra goal of an extra shot. They weren't trying to appease anyone. And they possibly had standards and was like, what's this dude doing? That makes me sound like such a creep. I wasn't openly flirting, but no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. But actually, maybe it was also a good thing because I still have flashbacks of when I used to drink like seven or eight shots of espresso in one go at night. Like I'm talking 3 a.m. in the morning to keep me up during the night shift. I say shift, but it was actually maybe like a three year long night shift working in a petrol station. Every night, seven shots one go maybe twice three times a night yeah oh gosh like there was a point where caffeine had no effect on me because my veins were literally filled with coffee and not even good coffee it was like cheap instant espresso type crap anyway back to what we're talking about manipulation is inherent and it's knowing how to overcome being manipulated and not being controlled by another person and that all comes down to being more aware of the situation and the situations that we are in. The behavior shouldn't be tolerated. So how do you spot it into not being tricked or being manipulated? Like I said, I'm guilty. We're all probably guilty of manipulating and being manipulated, whether we knew it or not. What I usually suggest is look at yourself. Look at yourself in the situation. Why is the person trying to manipulate you? Why are you trying to manipulate the person? What is the end outcome? Why can't we just be completely frank and honest with our end goals? Do we not think people are going to help us? Do we think that we need to try and control people like this, make it believe that it was them thinking about situations? so that they'd have, you know, more of a stake in it, emotionally. Why do we feel the need to manipulate people rather than just ask? And for me, it comes down to a very small, but also big insecurity of fear of being rejected. Like I said, in any given circumstance, whether it be big or small, if we make the other person feel like they have more of an emotional stake, they're going to try harder, try more than if it's just for ourselves. 
Manipulation can be like gaslighting or like a subtle dissuasion. It's like psychological control. These are not the droids you are looking for. That was a horrible Obi-Wan Kenobi voice. I, I can't even remember what that actor sounded like because I know it wasn't Ewan McGregor. That was even a very bad Ewan McGregor voice. Oh my gosh. These are not the droids you are looking I don't know. That sounds wrong. But you, you get what I'm saying. It's a passive-aggressive behavior where you are trying to manipulate the thought patterns of another person. As I'm speaking, all I can think is, I am describing myself? What? I, yeah. I am beyond guilty of this. But the different forms of manipulation, um, one I am definitely accountable for. <laughs> when I was so, I'm not even going to say so much younger, when I was younger, I was younger yesterday, remember that, is uh, playing dumb to get other people to do the work. Passive-aggressive behavior, um, intellectual stimulation, you know, making a person feel like they know vast amounts more and that's why they should be doing the work. Then you have people guilt-tripping, people not taking responsibility and trying to manipulate through that. It, it makes us constantly question our values when we know we're being manipulated or we feel like we are being manipulated. And how do you overcome it? Okay, exact same as a checklist for no, here is a list for not being manipulated. Set your boundaries. Set your boundaries for your personal value and stick to them. If you feel like someone is constantly trying to manipulate you for their personal gain in a callous way, in a malicious way, in just a completely selfish way, distance yourself from that and I mean distance yourself whether they be family friends work colleagues ask make the manipulator aware that you are feeling manipulated like this is what comes back to total transparency the manipulator might not even realize half the times you know that they are manipulating they're trying to sway you and justify all the reasons why they're trying to make you do this thing and that comes through a lot too, especially with the ego, that if you call someone out on like their BS, have you ever done this? And all of a sudden they get defensive because in their head, they're not. But this comes back to having that open dialogue, which is rough a lot of the time. It's, it's raw and it's gritty. Going back to a personal um, situation right now. So I was doing a lot of um, work for this particular client and this one person, really really great relationship with them both in and out of work and let's just say there was a scenario and we had a crossroads to meet and it was a case of do we go down one route where it'll probably you know ruin both the working and friendship years down the line because you know do you know the way things can tip over or do we face it right now and have an open dialogue about how we feel the other person has been treating us for their end goals, the work. We had the open dialogue. We felt a lot better afterwards, but it did come from a very raw place of us expressing, you know, how we felt manipulated by each other, how we felt undervalued by each other. We had that open communication. Do you, so I'm passing the question off to you. Do you have open communications to make people aware how you feel and allowing them to make you aware how they feel. Always remember 
you have a say. Is it reasonable? Have you thought about how doing this will make you feel in the long term? They're bloody brutal points to bring up with another person or group, but they are questions that should always be asked, especially when you feel like you're being manipulated or that the person is trying to manipulate you when they don't even realize it. I'm playing devil's advocate and again, like I've said previously, we all have goals we want to be met and we try and do things to get them, but sometimes we don't realize like how we are manipulating other people to achieve our goals. Why can't we literally just walk side by side? It's a, it's a, again, a personal thing that I'm really trying to do where I will be very open and vocal and ask people what are they willing to do what are they willing to try in terms of like let's say a work-life balance and I won't try and persuade them to do more I give people the power of having the choice and it might just be personal luck but I have had teams that are willing to take on the work I've never pressured anyone to do more than what they are capable of. And it's a really sad thing to think about because I'm pretty sure you can also remember points in time, especially in working environments, where you felt completely pressured and undervalued and overworked by your team, by your boss. It's not a great state to be in and it ruins your mental state and your perception and perspective of being in that group that team that company jikas i remember going back to being a people pleaser not willing to you know make waves within a team never saying no to being asked to do stuff or not giving reasons why i you know wasn't comfortable doing anything i am petrified of heights haha <laughs> like at least when I'm in an aeroplane, you know, I can't see anything and I usually fall asleep. I can fall asleep anywhere, but I'm petrified of heights. And I remember for one company I was working in, they asked me, hey, we need to get uh, footage of our building. And I was like, okay, cool. They're like, we need aerial footage. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can't use a drone because X, Y, and Z, too close to an airport, not allowed to happen. And I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, so we're going to put you up with your camera in a cherry picker. And I was like, okay, cool. I was not willing to go to my director of the company and say how scared I was of heights and how I felt extremely uncomfortable doing this. And I should have, I really should have, because here's what happened. On the day I was meant to grab this footage, I got there. <laughs> Guys, when I say they took a cherry picker from back in the 1980s, they gave me a cherry picker back in the 1980s. This was like one of these really, really old looking ones. It was completely rusted. There was no controls in the actual box. It all had to be manually done by the guy in the actual driver's seat. And I was like, okay, fine, yeah. And then I get into the cherry picker <laughs> And guess what's in it? Guess what harness was there to try and hold me, to keep me safe? A freaking rope. 
a really musty old rope that was also holding the door shut of the cherry picker and I I was completely uncomfortable but did, did I voice my concerns my fear for my safety nope I didn't want to make waves and it, it scared me it really really scared me and I made myself the promise years ago that I would never put myself in a circumstance that I felt completely petrified like I did that day I was not going to be manipulated just for the betterment of the team for this product for this piece don't undermine your value even if I had what come to like my boss the director and gone this makes me uncomfortable for such reasons can we find an alternative can we find a work around they probably would have respected me a lot more for that rather than me being scared and then having a very bad perspective of that company afterwards we are responsible for how we react to a situation how we emote but we need to be aware that other people are going to react to a situation probably negatively if we reject them especially if our actions go against what they are looking for don't blame yourself for that if you're open and honest then you've done everything correctly and that comes back to them and there you go you can't control how another person is going to react you can only control yourself stay true to you know your values and say no it can be hard to reject or be rejected there can often be negative responses they're not fun but when you are aware that you are being manipulated there's nothing more powerful than saying no if the person is unintentionally or trying to manipulate you for their own opportunity and you're aware of it you have the choice then are you going to give them your time are you going to make them aware that you feel like you're being manipulated the choice is yours you can say no you can manipulate you can be manipulated or you can be open and frank and honest it's an interesting topic because it does delve so much into the subconscious and subliminal that sometimes we don't even realize when it's happening or when we're doing it patience goes a long way and in the long run it could help the dynamics of a relationship so when you feel like you have to say no or if you think that you might be manipulated be it purposely or or unintentionally have have the discussion have the dialogue be open frank and honest and see where that goes guys thank you for being here with me today honestly i appreciate you listening in just allowing me to try and get some thoughts off my chest we're here only once guys let's try and live the life where we feel value more so in ourselves because if that value and acceptance and self-love comes from within rather than trying to please other people to give us a sense of value or acceptance or love we are unstoppable if we are unstoppable we will push ourselves a lot harder towards our goals if we push ourselves a lot harder towards our goals we are inherently going to be happier and if we're happier 
other people are going to see that. We are going to set the standards. We are going to walk the path that other people will follow, which will lead society to be that little bit brighter. Crazy that all of this can come from two simple letters. N O. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. Guys, I thoroughly, thoroughly hope you liked this podcast. If you did, please give a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you'd like to hear next, what we can discuss next. Tell me who you'd like me to bring on for interviews. That is something I really want to get into for this podcast. Hear other people's stories, other people's truths and passions and purposes. But for now, I'm going to say a farewell, a good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you've listened to this, whenever you've listened to this. I hope your day is both well and the day you deserve. Let's chat soon, okay? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.